Welcome to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, head pastor of Shekinah Avenue. Now, let's listen to today's message. We wait for you. Unprecedented happenings. We are looking at Hebrews chapter number four, verse number sixteen, Revelations chapter number seven, fifteen through to seventeen. It says, Let us therefore come boldly, come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help. In the time of need. Revelation 7, 15 to 17 reads, Therefore, a day before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sits on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more. Two, they shall test no more. Or neither test anymore. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. You shall not depend on the sun for light, neither shall you have heat. For the lamp which is in the midst of the throne, what shall the lamp do? Shall one feed them, two, he shall lead them unto living fountains of waters. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And you shall say a big amen. Amen. You shall say a better amen. Amen. We are looking at unprecedented happenings. In our grace series, we have looked at Unlocked. Where we spoke about the grace of God being the dominant factor for this age. We said grace is unearned, undeserved, and unmerited favor. And we explained that favor means also undeserved support or help. So grace then becomes undeserved, undeserved help. If financially, it's your certificate that is giving you what you have. You are not yet enjoying grace. Is that serious? If you are only protected because you pray, you are still not enjoying grace. When you don't pray, you are exposed. You are not enjoying grace. Because it's undeserved. We started with that. Then we explained secondly, that though it is undeserved, undeserved support, when you receive things that you don't deserve, there is a temptation that you will not be certain about them. If now I gave you a thousand CD, you didn't deserve it, you didn't do anything. I gave you thousand CDs. Can you expect it tomorrow? No, because you didn't what? Do anything for it. But imagine you work and at the end of a month, I gave you a thousand CD and I told you that is your salary. 
at the end of the month, you are what? You are expecting it because work or performance is ensuring that you will get the money. So when grace, which is undeserved, shows up, there needs to be a balance. So though we have said it's undeserved, we have repeated in saying that it's actually deserved undeserved favor. And we explain and said that it's because of Christ that we deserve that undeserved favor. Because God doesn't have a choice to heal you or not. He said by his stripes, we are healed. Forgiveness is not something that God can withhold or give. It's already there. That's why the Bible even says that if we confess our sins, he is what? Faithful and what? Merciful? No. He's faithful and what? Just. It's justice. It's, it's demanded. We have said that the grace of God is what we don't deserve, but in Christ we deserve it. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. You can live your life not enjoying fever. You can live your life having working for everything. Where you sleep, what you eat, what you wear, <laughs> everything. If you are not even careful, your marriage, you work for it. Because that's the way the system is. But we are living in a dispensation where God's grace should let us enjoy things that we don't deserve. You can live here on earth and everything will be labor. Prayer is labor. Everything is labor. Before you have an open door, you must fast 30 days. Before you marry, you should have three days dry fast. Seven days of prayers in the forest. Before one door opens. And mind you, as an apostle, you know already my track record with prayer. And fastings. Fasting, we are fasted. We are are even begging God to add more days. We pray without ceasing. But you can't live your life tied to these activities. If you do, you will suffer. Because the unbeliever out there, he is not praying, but his business is going on. You know, people don't like it when we say these things. Because they would want us to say that what? And after the 33 days of fasting, the Lord opened the door. Then you ask, how did he open the doors after 33 days of fast? So what does he imply? You should also what? I remember somebody told me he saw the Lord after seven days of fasting. So I decided to also do seven days. What was the purpose? What was the purpose? I nearly died by the fourth day. (laughs) When we were younger, we converted the prophetic so much that when you hear that somebody said that I went on a journey 40 days before the Lord and I received a visitation, rather than checking whether God asked them by instruction to go on the fast or not, we also went on 30 days because we connected the 30 days to the visitation. God can visit you without a fast and he can choose also to visit you with a fast. Having said that, you can enjoy favor unusual, favor unusual, but there is a key. The key is to learn how to come to the throne of grace. The greatest altar you can have is the altar of worship. A lot of people don't have a lifestyle of worship. They don't have a life of worship. They are dealing with God on a transactional base. But worship is the central thing every believer needs. We usually quote this scripture to mean prayer. But it does not talk about prayer to start with. Because prayer is an aspect of worship. 
giving an aspect of worship, fasting an aspect of worship, all these things are aspects of worship. The central thing is worship. I will not be surprised that somebody came to church without even worshiping. He sees the church as the place where he worships and doesn't know that in your closet, that is where you start. Come boldly to the throne of grace. The throne of God is the most elevated seat in the universe. Where God sits, rests, and administrates. And you have the invitation to come. And not just come anyhow. But to come boldly. Unlike the natural throne. The throne of God is not restricted by place. Actually the Bible says that heaven is his throne. The whole of heaven is God's throne. And the earth is his footstool. The throne of God is expressed by seven things. For those of you who like to hear about visions. There was a time when I, I was in tech. I had an out of body experience. After I had the first one, I told myself, never again. Because it felt like you were dying. You could literally see your spirit out of your body. And I saw my body on the bed. And I saw me leaving. So I asked myself, will I come back? And I saw the throne of God. The throne of God doesn't have a backside. You can't see the back. The throne of God fills all the space. It shows up. The throne of God declares God's greatness. How great is God? When you hear people talking about his greatness, his throne is there. Like Job. Job had problems. He made a lot of noise. It's because of my righteousness. God is dealing with me unfairly. I don't deserve this. The young man told him, Job, a man cannot be more righteous than God. It is because of sin. He said, no. I hold on to my integrity till I die. Then God showed up. Then God said, Job, come. I want to talk to you. Then God spoke to Job a little about his greatness. He said, have you been, have you been to the door of death? Are you able to send words and they go and come back and report to you? Are you able, Job? Are you able? Do you know where the keys of death is? Can you command the money? Can you know where the stars are and other the stars in their courses? Do you know the Pleiades, the Orion, the Maseroth? Do you know where they are? Job. He said, I God, I am the father of the rain. I God, I send lightning and lightnings go and they return. Job, I God. That is what I am. He said, can you tame the buffalo? No. He said, can you tame his strength? No. But he said, I God, I tame them. He said, the ostrich, when you look at the ostrich, it is not wise. I God, I made the ostrich that way. But when the ostrich is running with horses, it laughs and mocks at the horses and leaves them at a long stretch because that is what I designed him for. I made the Libyan time, the behemoth. God began to boast about his mighty hand. He said, I am the only God that can put water in the clouds and the clouds will not break unless it's raining. All is in Job. God was making a boast. When you hear the greatness of God, that's why as believers, we need to learn how to talk about his greatness. Isaiah said, all the nations of the earth, they are like a drop of water in a bucket. You learn how to magnify his greatness. When you do that, you are before the throne. But if all you do is complain, how the economy, you rise up and you are on joy news. You are looking for who is missing and what is wrong. (laughs) <laughs> and that is by 5am some are on Facebook 
6 a.m. they are on WhatsApp. They have no praise and worship life. They don't know how to rise up early in the morning with songs of deliverance. When you don't live like that, you will not enjoy grace. You will labor and work for everything. But when you learn how, early in the morning you can rise up. Like our mothers. How they rise up early and they have a song. They are sweeping and they are singing. They are changing the children and they are worshiping. But what technology has done for us with all its benefits. But what it has done to us. It has reduced us. I had a reading that was sent to me by one man of God. That all the gurus of technology. Their children don't really use the technology. Bill Gates has shut his children away from the computer he created. Teaching them how not to use them, depend on the computer. Because the computer is a product of his what? His mind. Teaching them creativity that goes beyond that. How great is God? Once you can encounter his greatness, you have encountered the truth. Glory deals with his throne. Holiness deals with his throne. When we say holiness, we are not talking about sinlessness. Like we teach. Everything is about forgiveness. Holiness deals beyond sin. Holiness is uncommonness. God's throne is founded on holiness. He is thrice holy. Thrice. Three times holy. Three times. Holy, holy, holy. Is the Lord God Almighty. Which was. Which is. Which is to come. I like the way the message says it. The message says that. The sovereign strong God. That was. That is. And that is coming. How great is God before you? How holy is he? He has no comparison to start with. He has no equal. I like the way one bishop said it. He said there is nothing to equate God's greatness with. So actually he's greater than what you think is great. But you know, when because we don't do much of this, we, we are laboring for every single day. When was the last time you saw a mighty move of God which you didn't work for? Nor pray for. Nor fasted for. Nor even believe for. Ask them, ask them, when, when was the last time? And somebody said this morning, what did you see this morning? That is unprecedented. Can you imagine God is raining manna for a group of people? Undeserved. The throne of grace is not just showing up now. God's throne has always been a throne of grace. That is the foundation of his throne. God has always been one that gives what we don't deserve. That is his nature. That is the way he is. That is the way he has been always. Can you believe that God will choose a prophet who is not in Israel? How did they meet him? How did they see him? God will reveal himself to kings who have nothing to do with him. God has always been a God of grace and his throne. But we have lost our way. We are occupied with unnecessary things. Justice is an expression of the throne. Judgment is an expression of the throne. Mercy is an expression of the throne. Psalm 89, 14. A lot of Psalms talks about it. Justice and judgments are the habitation of thy throne. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Now, I want to get to the interesting part. You don't need spiritual eyes to know 
the way the throne room is like. But that is what a lot of people want. They want to be dead and their eyes open in the spirit. You might never see anything like that till you die. That an angel will show up flapping the wings. And you will see silver lines on the right side. This Bible has given you a picture of the throne room. So that you can assess it through the power of your imagination. That is what we do when we come to worship. You know how the throne rooms look like. And you can shut your eyes and focus based on what Bible has taught you. And when you begin to imagine, God will open it up to you. But a lot don't even know what is in the throne room in the Bible. I remember when I was in school. Somebody approached me. He said, I was got to heaven. I said, I'm interested. He said, then I saw Jesus as a black man with Santo. What do you think I did? I told him, hey, you need deliverance. Only for me to do a little background check. To find out the guy's father was a fetish priest. And he was in next in line for initiation. I said, say, Santo Christ, Santo Christ, we have not seen some before. <laughs> Why? Because he has not taken the Bible to see the picture. It is there. It is clearly there. That I, John, on the island of Patmos, as I was in deep worship, I saw one that looked like a man standing in the midst of a golden candlestick. And I looked and I saw his hair was white like wool his garment was white like snow his eyes was like fire his feet and his body was like fine brass burning in a furnace John has seen it he said I also saw him like, like a lamb that was slain it is all here he said in the spirit I saw a throne and when I saw the throne I saw other thrones 24 around it I saw the living creatures and when I saw the living creatures, he said, when I saw them, they were full of eyes. All this while I was holding an exercise right in power. I saw it. He said, I saw four living creatures full of eyes within and without. And I looked and I saw on the throne, elders that were seated. He is describing the throne for you so that your imaginations can what? Can come alive. He said, when I looked, I saw that the living creatures, they looked at the one sitting on the throne. And when they looked at him, you could not really look. Because it was like jasper, like sardius stone, like ember. Around the throne, there was emerald. You see, I have this thing where? I have it here. Because what I'm teaching you, you must practice it. This is not theory. You shut your eyes. You focus. You know what the throne looks like. So you picture a throne, then God will open you up. This is keys. Keys for living. Keys for living. He said, when I saw them, they cried out, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was, which is, which is to come. Then John said, I beheld. And I looked. And as they cried, the elders cast their crowns. What I'm talking about is Revelation chapter 4. They cast their crowns. And they worshipped alongside. Then I heard all the angelic hosts worshipping alongside. That he is worthy to receive glory, honor, and thanks. And they worship alongside. He is painting it by 
chapter 5, then he opens it up. Then he said, I saw a lump as if it had been slain with seven eyes and seven horns. Is the throne room description. You must have this when you enter into worship. So, Sydney Quay, we'll be right back. Follow us on all our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Skype, YouTube, at Shekinah Avenue. continues you must acquaint yourself this book teaches us spiritual reality you don't need to know it is real when your eyes open you should know it is real when you look at the bible for this is truth oh listen you can when, when you enter and you engage it that is why you can some of you can't stay you can't stay long in the presence of god because you have no picture so when you close your eyes you close after a while it's like you're seeing darkness some are seeing darkness some are seeing what they want to see <laughs> but if you have this picture you create it that is why you have that part of your brain you create it it's imagination you create it when you create it the spiritual will open to you that's why the bible says that as joseph pondered on what to do with mary as he was thinking do i send her away do i accept the baby what do i, I don't want to put her to shame the bible said as he pondered on these things the angel of the Lord appeared to him. Your brain, your mind, so powerful. I'm giving you keys. This one I say is not theory. We will practice it before I end the service. And I will see how you practice it. The gentle ones who don't like anything. When we are singing and we are saying bow down, they are standing up. We fall at your feet, they are still standing. You see, when you behave like this, you can't assess on your favor. This is the way you can lie before God all day, like David learned. These are keys for unusual favor. You forget your title, you forget your experience, you forget your background, and you come just as you are. How are you? Naked, you came. Naked, you will also go. With all the makeup, you will go naked with makeup. <laughs> People don't like us to say it, but we'll say it anyway. With no titles, come just as you are. The throne can be in your bedroom. It can be at your workplace. It can be in a temple. There are even churches which even don't have the throne. There are a lot of churches who don't have the throne. There's no throne in the church. They are idol worshippers. But when you learn this, how consistently you can rise up in the morning as the father of the house, your hands are lifted in heaven for 30 minutes worshiping. You think you'll die in accident? The Bible says that when you appear in the presence of God, enemies are destroyed in the presence of God. They can't survive the presence. The devil even needs permission in the presence of God. When you are not in the presence of God, he can play you chaskele. You know chaskele? Well, rather than a cricket ball, you use a mountain and a stick with a bowl or a collector. The throne of God is so missing in people's life. They even don't know how it is like. So they get before God 15 minutes, they are tired. 15 minutes, they are tired. They don't know what they are doing. And they say, oh, you pray too much. They can't understand how somebody can be before the Lord seven hours. They say it's a waste of time. It's economic waste of time. Because they don't know anything about God's throne. The Bible says the living creatures, they have eyes within and without. They just look and keep staring. And they cry. 
can worship. I am giving you just starter. starter. Destiny is in the throne room. So when you learn how to come and you are worshiping God, your destiny opens up. Your future opens up. The glory of God is revealed without asking. If you can learn it, how to rise up and before you step off your bed, it is your knees that touch your bedside. And you are in worship. But nowadays, like I said, WhatsApp at 6.30, 4.33. Some even put notifications and some signs that will wake them up for WhatsApp. Your future is not with anyone. Your future is in the throne room. You can dance your way in the presence of God and be able to dance around any man at all. When you encounter God's presence in the throne room, you have no fear for any man. The Bible said when you have encountered God's presence, this is Psalm, Psalm 31, verses 20, 19 and 20. It says that God will humble the pride of men. When you learn the secret of his presence, men can be proud, God will humble them. They can decide to kill you, they'll miss you. They can decide to attack and rob you, they'll miss your address. Listen, the Bible said, How great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid out for them that fear thee. Thou hast wrath for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. When you learn how to come into the presence of God and learn how to approach the throne of grace with praise, you learn how to celebrate redemption, recreation. You learn how to celebrate salvation. When you rise up, it's on your lips. You thank God for the cross. You celebrate the cross. You celebrate the blood of the cross. You do that. The devil has no say around you. Because lightnings and tenderings and voices issue out of the throne. Listen, nobody has visited the throne and come out the same. Your destiny cannot be cut short. When you have a covenant with the throne in worship. Listen. The only man that knew this secret greatly was David. He knew it so well that one man he can escape death so many times. He can escape the death by javelin. He can escape the death by assassination. He can escape the death of starvation. One man. He can escape the death by sickness. One man. How? The throne. He knew how to fellowship around the throne. How to dance around the throne. He danced and danced and danced. Then Michal said, How is it that the king of Israel has disgraced himself? He said, Ah, come on. I will do worse than this. I will dance the next time more than this. The only king, the only king, the only king, when he looked at mountains, then he praised God. When he looked at the sun, then he praised God. When he looked at the moon, then he praised God. He was a praise in manifestation. He looked at the sun, then he said, Oh, sun. He looked at it and said, Oh, son. He said, Oh, son. Oh, son. Oh, moon. Oh, stars. What is man that you are mindful of? The son of man that you visit. You made him a little lower than yourself. And you crowned him with glory and with honor. He looked at the mountain and said, As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surround them. He looked at the lion in his days of wilderness. Then he looked at the lion and looked at the lion. He looked at the lion and said, Ah, the young lion do lack. 
they hunger but they that wait on the Lord they say I want no good thing he looked at the eagle I'm a he looked at the eagle and he looked at how he saw then he said I the Lord my name is just room I will cause you to ride on the wings of the wind he, 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 he was a man of praise he knew how it works he knew how you can assess grace so forgiveness that is not in the Old Testament he David he had it where God had not made provision where God there was no provision for a murderer you needed to escape and go and hide in the city of refuge but David he knew something the others didn't know he went on his knees worship and wrote a song out of his worship because when you are at the throne and you learn it it says the lamb that is in the midst of the throne he shall feed them when you visit the throne consistently I don't know how you will visit it today you can visit it with your, your some people will visit have you seen us worshipping we are worshipping actively and somebody is taking selfie they are recording they are recording what the worship when you will not receive any reward for that recording the only person that will receive a reward is this one that has been tasked to record God will see it as work for him but for you we are worshiping then you are doing selfie I am in church the worship is powerful it is glorious here how will God show up men who worship and their eyes are open they are worshiping and they are looking at dresses they have no concept of the throne no concept at all no concept that they are standing on holy grounds angels of God are ascending and descending so they need to align and sing the songs of angels and join in a celebration because when you do that you will walk in an unusual realm of glory you will enjoy benefits you can't ask you can rise up in the morning and you have a song in your heart by the time you are getting out of your home there is a covering on you there is a covering on you to preserve you but you will wait you are waiting for three hours of prayers waiting for the prayer time by the time it will be prayer time it is too late you are talking to men too much learn how to come before the throne Hezekiah said oh lord I am before your throne you will dwell in between the cherubims arise and hear you have ears to hear you have eyes to see see the letter written it was before the throne a lot of people are lacking and they are busily chattering their course outside they are trying to maintain their position by their own contacts a man that has appeared before God in Zion shall go from strength to strength the most high himself shall establish that man but you must learn how to fellowship around the throne when you know oh, I feel like saying something those of you who are gentle I'm going to read a scripture for you you come to the house of God and you're the most gentle guy around we don't need you your gentility is killing us because there is corporate worship and there is individual worship you are in a corporate worship so what you do in this house things we need to teach where people come to church in between 
they don't start with the service they show up it's a disrespect to the presence of god they don't understand imagine the throne the presidents want to sit and this president is already seated every time then you are playing around because of a baby when the devil comes for the baby what will you do you will run back to him and it is too late people are playing with their lives rather you spend 18 hours of your day working six hours sleeping then the day is finished the time is run out you don't have a time to worship when you are in trouble you want a fast connection you don't need a sad time to worship anytime at all your hands can be lifted glory to God you are my high tower you are my salvation you are my rock you are my shelter you are my high tower you are the shield above me my glory and the lifter above my head I will lift my eyes onto the hills my help is not on the hills my help is with the Lord he is the keeper of Israel you are learning like David when you do that you are before the throne when you learn to worship at the throne your throne will be secure listen Absalom can gather the best but the man that worships at the throne cannot lose his throne Hey, you might deceive, you might lie but the man that was, that's why I have no fear for anyone, I don't care who curses me who likes me, who dislikes me, who talks about me, I am before the throne, I don't hear them, because at the throne hey, if I get one hand that touches me, and send my son, it is well, when I come out, I don't mind it is already well, let them gather together, it is already well because the throne has guaranteed me the throne has sustained me the throne has sustained my assignment, the throne has sustained my provision, the throne has opened doors, the throne I am a Gataya. Jesus said, I am he that has got the keys I am able to open and I am able to shut I can open and shut the door of death I can open and shut the gates of hell. I am healed. You don't need a voice to worship. You don't need a key to worship. All you need is a voice. And you have a voice. Some is bass. Some is light. But wherever you are, you can lift your voice. Because you know you can be in trouble and the throne of God is in trouble. He's there, he's dead with you in your trouble. If only you can celebrate him. The Bible says he inhabits, he inhabits the praises of his people. Glory to God. Jesus said, They said, Blessed is he that comes in the name. Barak, Baruch Abba, Bashem Adonai. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. They said, Tell them to keep quiet. Tell them to keep quiet. Jesus said, even if the children keep quiet, the stones shall rise up and they shall praise me. For praise is perfected. David said, he has ordained strength in the lips of babies. If you can have a worship, you can have a word. You don't need many words. Who said you need many words? Like you are my darling, you are my sweetheart. You don't need it. You can only be there holy. Holy and the whole day is holy. Whatever you feel like doing, you can do it. The throne controls outcomes. Mandy, 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 Cabos. 
lift your voice wherever you are. You can stand. You can sit. You can lie down. You can kneel down. But let your worship rise. Let your worship rise. Revelation chapter 5. Verse 9 through to 12. What does it say? Revelation 5 9. Read it before you practice it. What does it say? And they sang a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou was slain. Oh, read it. And has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nations and has made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth and I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beast and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying what were they saying they were saying with a what what were they doing they were saying with a what your gentility we can't take it say it with a loud voice what were they saying What is the Bible saying? Oh, come on. What were they saying? Worthy. 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 Lift your hands wherever you are. Speak in the language of the Spirit and declare worthy. Let your voice be loud. Let it be loud. Let it be loud. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, I'm not a sober. Come on, let your hand be lifted. Let your hand be
you for tuning in to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, head pastor of Shekinah Avenue. For prayer and counseling, please call 0200-999-852. Join us for our Sunday services from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Locate us at Shekinah Avenue Auditorium, opposite the Washing Bay, Saika, Obodo, East Lagon. Until the apostle comes your way again, remain blessed. <laughs>